I have two things I want to bring up right now. Um, I had a boomer reaction to the NIL mm-hmm. when it first dropped. I will not only go on record as saying I'm wrong, but that it's actually amazing. The NIL. Well, it, it, it is, I, you know, it's, it's, I feel like, I don't know yet. I'm I'm like, I need to see where, when the dust settles, it's going to save college basketball. Guys are going to stay longer. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That part. Oh, you're hundred percent right. The part where it can it encourages people to stay longer, especially at the margins of like this is because this absolutely crippled UCLA during the uh, Howland years, the three mm-hmm. final four years, they suffered badly each time from a player who should not have gone from for the going the previous mm-hmm. year. Each of those teams had had it that one extra player um, would have won a championship, uh, like especially the last two. The last two were the were the ones that really hurt, um, and especially the last one. Um, and and when when Aaron Aflalo left after three years, oh if he, yeah, if he, if he played with Kevin Love, they would have just they would have gotten undefeated and won the whole thing with ease. Um, and it has happened year after year. The a guy who is not yet like you know who would leave for a barely like for like a second round or barely in the first round. And now there's definitely more willingness of those guys to stay and make the teams better. Um, you know, the, 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 the NIL is such a big fucking animal that you've got all kinds of different things we have to consider. Cause like the other thing is, is it fucking up college football? That's what I, my mind has been. I don't because, think so. Yeah. I don't well, I mean, maybe not, maybe not. I'm still, and I think the dust has to settle in college football. I do think that with college basketball, it's uh, you're right. Like that's a big factor. People staying an extra year is a big factor. One and done was, was the worst thing I've ever seen in college basketball. It's just every player that was even just kind of good, just leaving after one year. And just those, like those Carl Anthony towns, like Kentucky teams where you're just like, what this Devin yeah. Booker and all those guys, like that should have been a dynasty. Well, I mean, but you know, Kentucky embraced a one and done thing so much that it was absolutely like they were cycling through a different team every single year. Mm-hmm. It sucked. I mean, it's, it sucked for me growing up as a UCLA fan when I did 95 championship team where led by three seniors that I knew very well. And I was involved with that team and I had seen them and the fun of watching the players grow for four years was like the whole point of college basketball. Cause you got to see, you got to see them go from, you know, frail little freshmen to like seniors who were so good. And the whole point of the sport was to see them like root for their growth from boys to men it lost the whole boys to men thing when uh-huh. it became, you know, standard practice for ever, anybody with talent to leave after two years. Um, it really was annoying not to be able to see their prime fourth year. Yeah. Uh, you could, like that's, that's just what the whole sport was about. Like, um, so yeah, to the degree that it, and you know, UCLA's team this year, super experienced and probably, if this was 10 years ago, a lot of those players would have just bounced to the G league or who knows what, you know, mm-hmm. it definitely changes. It definitely has been positive on that front. I really like that. The football thing is interesting too, because I'm a, I'm really big into the NFL draft and the NFL draft this year was really tricky. All of a sudden this year's NFL draft isn't really as like star studded beyond the quarterback position, right? You have CJ Stroud, Will Levis, like these big guys coming out, Bryce young, those guys coming out, yeah, that happens every year. 
But then, like, there's edge rushers. I, I forget what the guy's last name for Florida State. I mean, this guy's probably a top 15 pick or top 20 pick if he comes out, but he stays at Florida State, you know? And and the, these guys next year, Florida State, I mean, whether, whether you like that Florida State's going to get their good players is beside the point. I think that's kind of good that 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 guys are not just like running at the first sight of this and even cj stroud cj stroud they were trying to give that dude like i I heard justin fields former ohio state quarterback justin fields talking about cj stroud deciding whether he wanted to declare when he was probably going to be a top five pick which never was a discussion in the last few years like you if you're top five pick you're going and why wouldn't you but now you know justin fields was talking about he was making almost 10 million dollars at ohio state his last year there and yeah that that can definitely have its downsides. I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't, but you I definitely think that with these kids not just constantly having their eyes on the pros. I mean, I know it's impossible. You're still going to want the pro stuff because that gets you the shoe deals, that gets you this and that if you're if you're a star. I do think that the NIL and the transfer portal I think is really good too. I'm starting to really like that one too. It's, it can be frustrating. It can be frustrating. Notre Dame really screwed the pooch by Saban taking Tommy Rees um, yeah. from them and it's screwing them up because they might lose one of their top quarterback commits, which would be really, really devastating, which I'm not sure why Tommy Rees was the deciding factor in that, but still uh, nonetheless, but like you start to see guys who maybe can't see the field at Alabama go transfer to uh, Oklahoma state or something yeah. and go transfer to these guys. And then they can become a number one corner there. It's I just, I like, I like this adjustment to the insane. I will say like sports, I think right now we're in that, like I'll, I'll, we were just making fun of late stage capitalism, but there was like a weird, like kind of late stage capitalist thing happening in sports. <laughs> no, it was dude. Like yeah. I'm saying like, where people no, just like didn't care. They were like, I yeah. don't care about college. I don't care. I want to just not get hurt my fucking freshman year at college basketball. Cause I'm going to play for the Hornets next year. You yeah, know no, I mean? it was totally a problem. And it was like, it felt, I know I, 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 I was kind of resigned to the sport pretty much not mattering anymore except for mm-hmm. like a fun march tournament like uh, i was pretty resigned um i i didn't you know i mean i already my passion for the sport had been diminished a little bit like mm-hmm. the light it's not the same as it was it's not the same like i was damaged by the howland final four teams uh not getting you know not having that extra player like i mean i was you know i'm so deep into it that it didn't, I didn't withdraw or anything, Sure, but I was damaged. I was damaged. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to ever care about this the way that I did in the nineties and in the two thousands, because what am I, what's in it for me? If they're just going to bolt in one or two years, every single time, like unless UCLA just, you know, finds a way to get a Calipari, like one and done situation going where they're always going to have all this talent, which is not as easy to do at UCLA because there's still some academic standards and so on. They're, they're, much higher than Kentucky um, and also just general, like not a, the standards and regarding agents and they're just never going to play that game at that level that you can in the South. It's just like not even, even if it's all legal, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. Um, they're going to play, they can play it at a competitive level, but like not at, you know, they're never going to buy their way into that championship. So I was getting pretty fucking depressed about college basketball. So yeah, I mean the, 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 the transfer portal does like it's been huge for UCLA football. Half their team is transfer portal now. Mm-hmm. Um, and UCLA was always bad at transfers before the transfer portal because grades, shit like that. Um, 
it does help. It is sort of like it's brought free agency to college sports. Yeah, no, you have to mimic. It's mirroring the league that everybody's bolting for, which I like. Like, I think that's all you can do at this point is kind yeah. of create a fake version of the, you know, there's still things you have to go through certain things, but it, you know, you, back in the day in that, you know, college football, you transfer, you had to sit out a season. Remember that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was, and now yeah, you don't. Yeah. yeah now you, you just only once the first which I think time is good. I think it's very um, good. I, I just saying, I think, I think it's going to be very, I think I know it's, it's not the doom, the net bad, like, uh, Rod Tidwell, show me the money, Jerry Maguire. It's not what I thought. I don't think right. that's what it's going to be either. Like it's, it's. I, I think for a while, a lot of that stuff was happening in a grassroots fashion, anyways. Like you know, Arch Manning, you know, stuff like that. Those big names that are that you're seeing now, and and like Eric Dickerson, Pony Express, like that stuff was already kind of happening if you were worth any any shit. So it was just you know to now like it. it I get it. Why 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 they just decide to like fuck it let's just let's just do a real version of this like and 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 a legal you know uh, you know that way we don't have to have these money laundering businesses you know to make sure that or have these bag men and like mysterious things like that i, I like getting rid of that i i think it's great yeah i i it's definitely something had to happen it's just like with ucla and usc going to the big 10 mm-hmm. it yeah. sounds insane it seems completely it's it's just completely opposed to everything that everything stands for ever, but also for UCLA and SE, something had to happen. For especially for UCLA, something had to happen. Like it's a lifeline because the Pac-12 is is because college football is becoming two conferences. You're either in or you're out. Like something is this is the NIL uh, is a and transfer portal both are a something had to happen um, in order to basically try you know i think and i think it's going to work this way for sure there's no question that it'll work this way it it, it it'll it works to making the g league and anything like mm-hmm. that obsolete because yeah. nobody gives a fuck about no some random ass minor leagues teams you're going to erect all of a sudden like no one's going to give a shit about that i mean i'm sure some small towns would appreciate it but you're never going to be able to you know make that interesting to anybody as a sport, like no one's giving a fuck about that, but we have a hundred and fifty, two hundred years, whatever, uh, 150 years of college tra- sports tradition in America and any way to like turn college sports into, I mean, it's, it's always, as it's always been, it's always been the proxy minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, a minor league that unlike anywhere in the world is more interesting than the major league. It's I mean, the only one know, people preferred. Some it's, it's, yeah. yeah, people would prefer over the major league. <laughs> anybody who's a yeah, anybody who's a real college sports fan and also a major, you know, major league sports fan prefers college. I have not met anybody. I mean, there will be exceptions, and I'm sure even some listeners to this will disagree. But no, no one I know who is both into both at the same time, you know. Mm. would would pick the major league over the college the college well, you know is just, me well i know you you would pick you would pick uh i pick nfl over college. i love college football too but, like i, I oh, do but yeah you love college but you're like you yeah you're right that's but you don't you don't have but and you didn't go to notre dame your team is not no no i'm not an alumnus i died yeah, yeah no i but still i, I know mm. people who are like you like their 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 college fandom is thin at best yet mm-hmm. they still prefer college over over no um, it's it's true especially if you're from the school or for if you like like i don't like my local towns i don't like stanford i don't like that's fucking, the thing you yeah, need to yeah. be 
into your local college. You yeah, don't need to true. have gone there. But like a lot of people in LA when I was growing up were UCLA fans or even SC fans, but they had never been to either school. Mm-hmm. But they they were both fans and they were really into college over. And of course, you know, maybe now they're flipping because the NFL is back in. But um, uh, th- there is a certain if you've been if you if you're if you if you either went to the school or you're a fan because your dad was or it's a, your local school. I think that there's a strong percentage of people who would prefer that to the the pro version, um, at least, you know way more than you would expect, right? Because yeah. there's no such thing as college sports anywhere else in the world. And there's no such thing as minor sports mattering anywhere else in the world. So minor leagues. So yeah, making this, finding a way to, to retain the, the college system as your minor league system, um, uh, you know, overall is super important. And the question remains, can the college games, the college uh, system, retain some semblance of what made it good in the first place like or is it going to become ruined by this new role that it's when it's like explicitly a paid minor leagues that's the ultimate question uh and it's you know the dust has to set i think for college basketball was fucked so college basketball had nowhere to go but up from like where it was 2015 let's say so 2016 you know like it it got bad it got when when the one and done thing took over it got really bad and mm. it became like the norm. Um, and I can, now it's back to a place where like, look at who's like, who, who look at the top five. You got Houston, Purdue, uh, UCLA, Bama, uh, Bama. Like it's not, you know, it's no longer Kentucky Duke, Kentucky Duke, Kentucky Duke, North Carolina uh, every single year. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's really all over the place now. Um, and, and you've got way more flex. You've got way, it's, it's more, way more fun. Than it was like five six years ago. All of a, all of a sudden, so it's kind of unmistakably uh, been better for college basketball. Oh, for also, sure. you have the coaches leaving too, right? You have no more Jim Calhoun, right? He's not at UConn. You don't have uh, right, right. Then you don't. Calhoun's have one of the Coach great coaches. K. Of- Coach K's oh, gone. So now the NIL, it's like you've almost kind of Calipari's magic isn't quite the same right no, now. He's kind uh, of on the da- he's yeah. kind of on the downswing. You, you don't really have over there. Who's the who's the big? I mean, Mark Few. I mean, I'm sorry, Mark Few. Uh, like, I'm not scrambling to go play for Mark Few. That's a certain type of guy that goes to Gonzaga. You know, like it's the, the guy that looks like me. You know, that can shoot. Yeah. Like it's it's a guy that goes and plays at Gonzaga. So there's not like there's not that like premier school right now where it's like, Oh, I got to Like, I got to go there. It's, it's this really strange kind of wild West, almost, um, almost just like a new world that's forming in college basketball, because you don't have a lot of these coaches there. I mean, these, a lot of these coaches aren't like Jim Beheim's obsessed with playing his sons. Like he has like 15 yeah. sons that have to get minutes for his team. Wait, is Jim Beheim still coaching. He's like 90. I- he was. I remember last year in the tournament. He was. He had oh, Buddy Beheim. Buddy, Buddy Beheim was on his team, and I was pissed off betting on them. And I'm Buddy Beheim's shooting fucking ten threes in a game. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's uh, he's should be on his way out as well. But yeah, you don't have any of that stuff. But one other thing before we get to this fourth quarter, I want to talk about because I don't know if you're aware of this because I know you don't watch a lot of NBA anymore. But the NBA is having an issue with. Don't laugh. Load management. Okay, load management. But yes. I'm not what do you think it's that is? Serious. That is well, I I believe load management is is how many minutes the stars are playing as we head into the uh, you know over the course of a long season. That's what I would guess it is. 
Oh, it's it's so much worse than that. It's oh, so much it? worse. It's how many games they play. Oh, how many games? So you're going, it's not oh, even like games uh, now. No, no, no. Yeah, you're not doing like, oh, LeBron's only gonna play 20 minutes tonight, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, it's LeBron's not playing tonight. You know what I mean? Because it's a back to back. You know, and the, and these aren't teams that have their division clinched or have their seating clinched to where they're like, yeah, we don't need to play our guys. This is like in, you know, November. You know what I mean? That these things are happening where it's like, no, no, no. You, what, what did you train for all offseason? I thought you were going to play. And then then you have the aspect of this and a lot of the boomer players, you know, the Charles Barkley's who is amazing, um, you know, and, and guys will say like, hey, like you got you're charging all these people. How much money? to come to this game, right? Say, say I'm yeah. a, I, as a warrior fan for me, especially this is perfect for me because some of my guys on that team, they're in there. They're older than me. You know what I'm saying? Like some of those guys, like Steph Curry's older than me. Clay Thompson's around my age. They've got some, some mileage on them, especially for all the playoff runs they've had. They played a lot of basketball. So if I, I did have this happen one time, my wife and I, and this was at the advent of all this. It was during the Kevin Durant, um, warriors when we got married we bought like really really nice uh warriors uh tickets like really Mm. really close good ones and they were playing and uh, all i saw i saw i saw kevin durant play but i didn't see clay thompson draymond green no steph curry or anything they're just laughing in suits on the side and they're not hurt either and it's like it's like i get it look i come to see my guys i i went to watch i went to go watch fucking ac law as the warriors point guard back in the day play against kevin love for like four dollars off StubHub. like i've trust me i've seen the worst of the worst of the warriors all i'm saying is that if you're going to charge me premium warriors championship rates i got to see the players if they're healthy you know or even even anywhere near healthy and this load management thing is crazy because then you have the rest versus rust quality where they come back and these guys don't aren't in any kind of rhythm they're not hot it's uh, and the analytic oh we have analytics to show that actually that's not true well i contrary you're gay that's what well, I say. yeah. That's why I'm not into the NBA anymore. That's part of the reason. Like all this, all it's, this it's like tough. excessively tough. calculated, uh, you know, all this shit. It's just like, okay, why would I? How am I supposed to be interested in a sport that doesn't? That literally says that. Ex, how is the Black Lives Matter league going to be like? All games don't matter. It's true. How's that? How's Black Lives Matter going to be like? All the all every 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 single game don't matter. Because load management. Yeah. Black black loads matter. <laughs> Get out of here with this shit, man. I don't have no time for this shit. Yeah, black loads matter. And 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 player loads matter. Backed mm-hmm. up loads matter. And and um all loads matter. What is that, this? That's I mean, I, I, I it, it's it feels weird to say, but it's true. You know, you, you it's such a all loads matter. I totally agree. All loads matter, but also if the fucking season is too long to play shorten the fucking season and that's the thing that's that's the ultimate i'll say it again late stage capitalism. this is where i turn into late stage capitalism stop charging me for all these games where nobody's playing if nobody's playing shorten the season you don't get both you don't get my 200 dollars to go see this fucking game well but the difference between us glenn is that i made my capitalistic decision uh, my consumer decision to withhold interest i know i'm out i know I'm out. I'll analyze. You'll call me in. I'll analyze for the sake of entertainment, for the sake of philosophy and gambling, for the sake of the the, the nation. But my heart is out. I'm yeah. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bleeding. I'm a I'm a bleeding heart sports libtard. As as I've written about, as I've uh, lamented my uh, 
uh, based dissident uh, hater, uh, sport hater people. I'm still a bleeding heart sports libtard. I'll watch the fucking Brianna Taylor halftime show. I don't give a fuck. I'll do it all. I'll do it all. 